Welcome to the STL Soccer Report. Report. Welcome to the very first rendition of STL Soccer Report. Report. Uh, we've got a lot of news coming out right now and not a lot to talk about the team, so I thought I'd put together several bite-sized little bits of information and reports on what's been happening around St. Louis soccer, a little bit around USL, as well as one fun one that's just a national story in soccer. So let's get right to it. St. Louis FC today announced four signings. The first of that signing group is Austin Ledbetter. He is a center back for SIUE. I talked to him back in episode 30, right before the draft, after he had been turned back from the super draft because of high blood pressure or a high heart rate. And uh, he was sent away, wasn't able to participate in the super draft combine. And uh, I think he fell in the draft because of it. He was kind of ranked by a couple people to be about the third or fourth center back in this year's draft. And uh, he fell to the third round. He did get drafted, but he was drafted in the third round by FC Dallas. He either wasn't happy with uh, where he was going to be placed there or they let him go. And St. Louis FC was able to scoop him right up. Austin has a history with the club as he was a member of St. Louis Scott Gallagher for years and years. Uh, he also played at CBC, and the guy is very talented, very astute at going forward if necessary, has scored many goals. He's a, he's a good penalty taker, uh, scored many goals with SIUE, played almost every minute for them all four years he was there. The only minutes he missed in a game were because of suspension due to a red card. Really good pickup by St. Louis FC. I look forward to seeing him with all the other people we have signed to this team. Now let's talk about the other three signings. St. Louis FC signed also Milan Petosevic, Nick Radosavjevic, and Denis Amatovic. That's the last time you're going to hear me say the last names of those three. We'll go with Milan, Nick, and Denis from this point on. Uh, so for those keeping count, that's one forward and two more midfield players. Yes, two more midfielders. Just move on from that. Let's talk about Milan. He scored seven goals in 14 appearances for uh, Favoritner AC. That is a team in the fourth tier of Austrian soccer. He's a large man. He's very tall. I want to say he's 6'3 or 6'4. Uh, very muscular, very fit. Someone you can uh, definitely aim a ball at from distance. Um, Jeremy, I think, quoted him as being uh, someone who can be a big presence in the final third. Now, he scored those seven goals in 14 appearances. Again, that's the fourth tier of Austrian soccer. Uh, not something that is too exciting uh, if you're keeping score as far as um, talent levels. But let's move on. We'll talk about that in a second. Nick. Nick is the son of Preki. Now, I didn't expect you to understand or recognize the last name with me saying it, but if you read it and then you looked up Nick, you would find out that he is definitely for sure the son of Preki, our coach, and um, he seems to kind of follow follow his follower follow around. He's played college around different places, and um, when Preki started working, uh, coaching rather, Sacramento Republic, he came up and went to school at Chico State. Now, the last stats I was able to find on Nick were from 2014 when he was at Chico State. Uh, he had 15 appearances, no starts there, a couple shots on goal, but uh, no other stats to speak of before or after that. 
I'm not sure he's been playing professionally or in college for that matter for the last couple of years. So I'm interested to see what he's like. And actually, I'm kind of interested to see why we signed him other than his father being Parecki. Again, a little bit more on that in a second. But Jeremy Allenball did say that Nick is another player that is comfortable on the ball and will bring an honest approach every day in training. So maybe a little bit of a motivator in practice, just like his dad. We'll see. All right, finally, Dennis. Dennis comes from Amnat Pali United. That's a club in Thailand, and he appears to play mostly on the right wing, uh, but that's not something to nail down by any means. He is, again, a midfielder, just like Nick, the son of Preki, is a midfielder, actually. Forgot to say that a second ago. Um, So, yeah, if you're saying to yourself, what an unproven set of guys from random places around the world, well, I think you're right. That's the right thing to say because all these guys are more or less unproven. Milan does have a good scoring record, but again, that's in the fourth tier of soccer in Austria. So not something you can necessarily count on in the USL. Granted, USL may be uh, worse than the fourth tier of Austrian soccer. Who knows? Um, But I think we can all rest assured that Preki, who has a good eye for talent, maybe saw something in these guys uh, that makes him want to bring these guys from the other side of the world to these guys. So um, maybe let's have a little faith in Preki for now and see where these guys go, see what they do in USL competition, and uh, maybe trust that he has a good eye for talent and that they're going to do well. Um, And if they don't, I'm sure it's not going to be the biggest deal. The only worry I have is that if Milan doesn't pan out, uh, you know, again, I think we've got three forwards on the team and one or two midfielders that can play as number 10s. Those aren't the best numbers to stack up with at the beginning of a season. But again, MLS cuts are around the corner and we'll see where we go from there. Lots more to come. Now for a little bit of USL news across the nation. FC Cincinnati announced on the 17th that they were parting ways with coach and former U.S. national team midfielder John Harks. Uh, The club declared they came out and said that they were doing the best thing for the club to win a championship. Uh, John Harks subsequently released a statement declaring how proud he was of the club and and talking about all the things that he did for and with the club. Uh, Maybe giving a little bit of a resume for the next one. Uh, Fellow podcaster Cincy Soccer Talk, if you don't listen to their show, I recommend you go listen to especially that one if you're kind of curious about this confusion, confusing situation. Uh, They talked a little bit about the firing of John Harks in, you know, in a couple weeks into preseason here. Um, I know they just played their first preseason game the other day, and um, it's a bit of a confusing situation to go about this right now, but they cited immediately at the beginning of the podcast, they cited disagreements between Harks and the owner slash GM, and then they also kind of mentioned that maybe John Harks Harks was nothing but a big-name coach. He was kind of there to make the team make headlines, kind of have a big-name coach for their MLS bid, and um, they also had... Waiting in the wings, this assistant coach who was a former Whitecaps 2 USL coach. So it's a guy that's coached on this level before. His name's Alan Koch or Coach or Coke, it depends. C or sorry, K O C H. Uh, so anyway, this guy's been there all along. Who knows how much power he's had? Um, might have been calling more shots than we realize. Might not have been. Either way, uh, we'll see how he takes over. Uh, If they don't do perfectly well, I think that's quite all right with me. Uh, We've got Cincy lined up pretty early in the season here, so we'll see how that goes. 
National team coach Bruce Arena was in attendance in Fulham to see St. Louis defender Tim Ream face off against Tottenham Hotspur. Didn't go too well, as many of you probably saw, and I know most of you have seen on Twitter. Uh, poor Tim and Fulham were kind of beaten by uh, beaten to a pulp multiple times by the star English striker Harry Kane. Tim Ream took most of the blame for all of this, especially among the things I saw on Twitter. I won't say such a blasphemous thing on this podcast, but anyone who's willing and able to help my native bias out here, just stay strong. Uh, please email me at stlsoccerreport at gmail.com. Uh, give me some reasons to make Tim look a little bit better and to blame someone else here. I would love to hear it. It's official. Tulsa Roughnecks FC is the new affiliate of the Chicago Fire. St. Louis FC made the announcement online and took the time to list off all the players that have spent time with us and also gave a thanks from the GM, Jeremy Allenbaugh. Here are the players that have been a part of our team in the last two years due to loans from Chicago Fire. Alec Kahn, Patrick McLean, Patrick Duty, Greg Cochran, Drew Connor, Kingsley Bryce, Alex Morell, Colin Fernandez, and Mike McGee. Uh, we'd like to, I'd like to thank those people as well for playing with us and, and putting on such a good show for us all and helping our team out. Um, here's what the team had to say about that in the release. Quote, The decision for the fire and STLFC to head in different directions is simply one of the two clubs outgrowing the affiliation and moving on. We wish the fire players, staff, and front office nothing but the best in 2017 and in the future. We look forward to future opportunities for collaboration with them. You take that how you will. The term template jersey has officially become familiar in my growing personal soccer terminology database. I hadn't heard this phrase before, but now I've heard it a few times. I think you all know where I'm going with this. Uh, the U.S. national team announced a new red-to-toe kit that uses the away kit template, the one, the black one with the blue sleeves on one side, red sleeves on one side. It takes that template, that look, and just colors it all red, basically. Um, the kit looks extremely similar to a PSG away kit, a Portugal away kit, and an England away kit. Uh, soccer snobs, this is where you declare that this isn't news and that we have better things to talk about. No, I agree with you. This is not news, but it is good soccer conversation fodder. Maybe instead of talking about the weather tomorrow, you can ask your friends what they thought about the new red-to-toe jerseys. I know I have, and I know I did, and I know I like to talk about it. And finally, St. Louis FC had their first training session in Florida this morning. Uh, they're down in the area to play the four preseason games they have planned against sides Ottawa Fury, DC United, Orlando City SC, and the United States under-17s uh, men's team. Uh, the bad news is this. I've sadly re received word that uh, Josh, Sar Josh Sargent is not going to be down there uh, for that game on the 27th. I was very much looking forward to seeing what uh, A.J. Cochran can do uh, teamed up against, uh, rather paired up against Josh Sargent. And uh, that's just not going to happen. There is some good news. Uh, many of these games that are being played down in Florida will be streamed live, and it will be on the IMG website. Uh, I just want you all to be prepared. The last game I watched, I watched it on that site, and it was two MLS sides playing each other, and the camera was at a very low vantage point, and uh, it just sounded like a tornado was going through. That's We'll just say that. The wind was up, and all you could hear was wind the entire time. 
Uh, obviously, I muted it after a few minutes, but you know, it's not the best video. But do try to keep in mind that St. Louis FC's never been streamed live in preseason before, and this is a new and good thing that hopefully we can look forward to in the future again and perhaps look forward to a better stream in the future. It's the kind of thing that's just getting better and better on this level of soccer. Okay, well, here's some cool news. At least this is cool news for me. I will be going down to the preseason, a couple of the preseason games. I'll be catching the one on the 25th and the one on the 27th. That's the Orlando City game, and that's the under-17 game. Um, I'll be down there, hopefully. I, I have permission to be down there. I have permission to go in these stadiums as a, you know, covering it as media. And um, I'll be interviewing players. I'll be interviewing staff. Not sure who for sure yet, but I will be getting players and staff. And I'll also be covering the games while I'm down there. Uh, hopefully there's video feed for it, but I'll also be trying to give you some kind of commentary via Twitter as usual. And perhaps a pregame or postgame, one or both. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, either way, I will be trying to podcast every single day. I have some com content to give you. And uh, hopefully we can kind of get some excitement going. I know I'm not the only one geeking out about getting this started and getting to see my home team playing some soccer somewhere. I'm absolutely dying to see uh, what this team's going to look like and who's going to be playing where and, and getting into the nitty gritty. And then maybe perhaps we won't be getting too many of these, uh, these quick report podcasts. Although if you like them, we're going to keep them coming in some form or fashion. Okay, well, I also wanted to say um, that I did start an Instagram account and you can find that it's STL Soccer Report, just like the Twitter and Facebook handles. Uh, but look it up on Instagram, follow us. I'm going to be taking pictures all over Florida as much as I can. No video, but plenty of pictures. And uh, it'll be a nice way to kind of keep up with the team and hopefully get some uh, good looking hipster pictures going on there. Uh, so I'll be taking some pictures and um, just kind of follow along on Twitter and Facebook uh, for all the new updates that we'll be having down there. Uh, the cool thing also, the last thing I wanted to say about that preseason trip and the game against Orlando City SC, if you haven't heard this yet, this is the first game that's going to be played in Orlando's new MLS stadium. It's a closed game, but I did get credentials for that game. But I am very lucky that I get to see that game and, and witness it, and I'll try to bring as much of that as possible to you, the listeners. All right, that's it for the first rendition of STL Soccer Report Report. Thank you for listening, and hopefully you'll be hearing from me this weekend in Florida. questions or comments that you would like read on air please send emails to stlsoccerreport.com you can follow us on facebook and twitter or find articles and other content at stlsoccerreport.com